guys how you doing this is brad butler the second i need you guys to tune in to the michael finkley show on roku tv via the greater works network or you can jump on youtube and catch us there all right see you guys later if i can make it through the I turned 30 two years ago, I have an awakening every year about myself, learning more about myself, what I can tolerate, what things I cannot tolerate, people I can put up with, people I cannot put up with, um, increasing my circle just to include those people that will lift me up and I can do the same thing for them. So I am appreciative of my 30s thus far in life. When I talk to persons in their 20s, they'll say, oh, I don't want to turn 30. But as I tell them about my experiences thus far, they're like, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's go for it. So my people that are 30 that are watching, what do you think? What, what kind of uh, experiences have you experienced, right? I have been at my down, my lowest since I turned 30, but I've had some hard, bright moments as well. Some good experiences, some awesome lessons all about me. I remember one incident where God put a mirror to my face, literally, and allowed me to look at myself and things that I didn't never, I never recognized about myself that I was doing. Never knew, never knew. So what type of experiences have you had? Leave me some comments in below. Let's talk about it. Let's have, let's have a conversation. Another cool show today, you guys. So I know that summer's almost over, but we still have a few weeks left. So let's add some reading to that, right? We have Arthur's that have new publications. We have Jesse Cruz and also Willie C. Williams. So another great show, y'all. They're going to talk about their books. And you have to get them. I promise you, you have to get them. They're good. So back in a moment. Coming up, we chat with Willie C. Williams. Back in a moment. All the next Michael Finkley. With her books, cosmetics line, and motivational speaking, she has been sweeping the teen nations. Essence Moore is with us as she talks to us about how she got started and her future plans. Next Finkley, Monday. She is a multitasker. She is a wife, a mom. She is city councilwoman. She, yeah. When I was growing up, mom worked outside the house, and so my dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him leaving early in the morning or late at nights to go meet with clients, and he was always one who told me, you know, if you show up on time, you're late. I just admire how she's able to not only juggle the demands of her jobs, but keep her family really first. The outstanding thing about the Isaac family is their noble contributions to improving the quality of life for our Colombians and people all over this state. I, I Tamika Isaac, do Solomon swear. Discharge the duties thereof, so help me God. So help me God. Congratulations and I first ran because I saw a need, I saw a void that needed to be filled, a voice 
uh, that wasn't there. And over the last several years, I feel like I've been able to be that voice. So often as women in whatever spaces that we're in, um, we are often discounted because we're a mom or we're a wife or we have this career. And she's an everyday woman who shows women what excellence looks like. She has walked the walk of being a small business person, of being a parent, of sending her kids to school. Columbia is a great place, and we have done a lot in the last few years as far as law enforcement. But law enforcement can't do everything, nor should it do everything. We have to really expand upon the tools, technology, and community policing, investing in our communities uh, so that law enforcement is a partner with our communities. Being a Columbia native, I've seen the way this city has grown. It's grown to the point that sometimes not everybody's been a part of that growth. I want to make sure that communities, specifically communities of color, make sure that they are part of Columbia's present and its future. I want to have a climate plan for this city that not only helps us be sustainable, but also helps provide opportunities for folks in the workforce. There are so many opportunities to take advantage of technology, uh, green energy. I want to be the advocate for growing our city and being on the forefront, not just looking at what other cities are doing and following them, but being the leader. If you don't have the right leadership, you're gonna miss a lot of opportunities. I think having a woman as mayor of the city of Columbia is long overdue. I'm Tamika Isaac Devine, and I'm running for mayor of the city of Columbia. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Michael Finkley Show. Now, our next guest, he is an entrepreneur. He's an author. He is my Mullins homeboy. Here is Willie C. Williams, and along with him is the editor of his awesome new publication, Angelina Phillips. Thank you all for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, so I, like I was telling you before, anything that's happening happening in my hometown of Mullen, South Carolina, I have got to be a part of because, you know, it made us who we are today to give right. to the greater good. So thank you so much for contributing to that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, so Willie, as you are in Mullins and living your best life and going along uh, within your life, what, what were some of your major influences when it came to literature? Well, it was, it was started off as a young age. You know, I, I taught myself how to read. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people didn't know that, didn't know how to read until I like in the sixth grade. Wow. And then I was, yeah, so I just took the motivation and it started, I started off with like AT at, Cat and started, and that was my motivation to start, you know, just better myself with writing, reading. Yeah, that's what it was. Simple, point blank. <laughs> wow, self made. Right, right. Self motivated. Self motivated. I, I love it. And that's encouraging. That's definitely encouraging, especially to young black males, because I was one of those persons as well, where when I was in grade school, I hated to read, I hated to write, but right. end up majoring in English and teaching for so many years. And I'm like, who does that? But definitely an encouragement and inspiration in itself. So let's dive into this awesome book. Right uh, here. here we go. Then. Right here, because I have my copy. Solid. <laughs> you know, I love it. Where did this go. idea come from? Where? came from uh, 
it was it came from a lot of reading that I did. But my story is similar to a former guest you had, Lester Young, mm-hmm. that he had on your show. So we was incarcerated together, and you know, really, yes. <laughs> Small. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of things you you gonna learn today on the interview. So, <laughs> wow. So I was incarcerated for a long time, mm-hmm. and during that time, I got a little trouble inside the system. So they put me in consolidated confinement for six months. So I had 23 hours a day for six months. So that's how I came up with the book. Cause I had time to do the book. I didn't, I had I couldn't go nowhere for 23 hours a day. So instead of going crazy, I just started writing. I came up with characters and ended up with two books in, in six months. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh. You had the time and you had the time and you used it wisely. So Angelina, when, when you were assisting in the process, what did that look like for you all collectively? Um, well, initially I read it and it was just like in a notebook, you know, handwritten. And I said, I think you should let me type it and, um, you know, get it out there to the world. It's a good book. So I think like last year, I think like last December, um, you know, he gave it to me and I started typing it. And, um, then after a while, you know, we we started talking about like, we're going to really put this on Amazon, get it out mm-hmm. there. And then one thing just kind of led to another. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen you all on, on social media as you're just giving it to the world, telling the world <laughs> about this particular book. I love it. Right. And so the world needs to know, is this real? Is it fiction, yeah. nonfiction? What, what, what is it about? Give us a brief synopsis of what this book is about. Okay. Is, is it not, is it, is it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's made up. I say it's about six best friends in Mullen, South Carolina, growing up, going out to the world and becoming famous and coming back to the small city of Mullen and putting us on the map like me and you trying to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah. you know, so I got, yeah. I mentioned, it's like, uh, instead of like like the McDonald's thing, like McDonald's, I, I use like that. I, I switched a lot of things up in it. Mm-hmm. So instead of like the Heisman Trophy, I got the Gerald Trophy. Uh-huh. So, you know, for Mark Gerald. So yeah. things like that. So like instead of we got like we got a club in Mullers called BJ's. So I've changed that to JJ's. So stuff like that around around town. I got Mullers. I got 76 in there, East End Street, you know, stuff. Areas in Mullers I put in there. Putting gotcha. Mullins on the map. Trying to do it on, on the map. map. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Great things come from Mullins. Right. Come on. Mullins on the map. Right, right. I love it. I love it. So you're actually doing your book tour right now. How's that going? It's going good. It's going good. It's going very, very good. So I think we're going to do, I think we got Charlotte on the 20 something. No. It's in August. Oh, we got August. We got August. Charlotte in August. We got, we'll come down to the, uh, October, we're going to do the alumni for Mullins. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be down on uh, Murray Beach. We're going to be in Murray Beach, September. Walk a flock. Come on. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're going to be Walk a flock yeah. That is amazing. Y'all are doing it up. Y'all are doing it up. So when reading this book, when reading uh-huh. this book, and I love to hear from both of you, in reading this book, what do you want your readers to get from it? Doing um, well, I think uh, 
the the goal, the capture, the bring home for me is anybody can do anything. So no matter where you're from, um, you know, what you got going on, um, I think the at the end of the day, you know, you put your mind to it, anybody can do it. Anything. Well, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Will you so want to add something to that? Yeah, so my take on it is. I wanted to be, I don't want, like, I don't want to be no role model. I just want to be, like, inspire people that, like she said, you know, if you, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything you want to do. And my motto was can't stop, won't stop. Right. So if you can do it, if I can do it, if I can do 17 years in prison, a person can, you know, do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I want to do The book is, the book is educational. The book is funny. The book is entertaining. The book is sexual. The book is... You know, it's for mature audiences. You can't, you got to be 18 years older for this one right here, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, it made me blush. I'm like, good Lord, and I'm dark. I love it. <laughs> right, right. So that's, 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 um, that's some of the things I wanted out of it, too. I wanted those mm -hmm. reactions out of it, too. So I get all type of reactions from the book. I get all, you know, blush, like you say, I got all type of. Yeah, I got one girl was looking at the book and looking at my face on, on Facebook and looking at the book and looking at my face. And they were like, wow, did he really, really read this? So <laughs> did I really write this? So yeah, I wrote it, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in the future, the book is doing well. You're touring. People know about it. Will there be more publications from Willie? So we got, Absolutely. we got, we got already got up in the, in the gun already. We got the bullets in the gun, part two, part three already. She can't start, she can't wait to start writing oh, type okay. of part two. Yes, yes, I'm ready. Oh, so wow. I was saying we got, we got to put you in it. We got to put you in part two now. We got to. All right, y'all heard that, right? I'm going to be yeah. right. <laughs> okay, everyone heard that. I love it. So how can they purchase this awesome book and how can they find you all on social media? Okay, well, you can go to Amazon and get it on Amazon, uh, Ball of the First of a Trilogy, or you can see me around so anytime you see me. I got him in the back of the talk like Master P. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I got start. Band, I got Warren yeah. Band, Rich Band. So I got, we're going to do, we also going to start doing some more shirts, you know, but we're trying to really concentrate on doing, getting a book out there. But you can go to Amazon, it's available on Kindle, paper, uh, paperback. Uh, Ball of the First of a Trilogy. If you see me around town, anytime anybody see me, I'm going to have a book. Mm -hmm. Anytime, anytime somebody say my man has a book, so yeah. So you, right. can me, you can reach me on you can reach me on uh, Twitter at Ballin uh, two nine five seven four. You get me on uh, Instagram Willie Williams. You get me on Facebook Willie C Williams. So this Ballin thing everywhere. I'm trying to get it. Everywhere. I'm trying to get it global so we can you know so we put that smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we can right. so we can be on the stage accepting awards right. and you know putting mothers on the map. So you know you know put everything you know. Try to do, try to do what we got to do for the, for the little town of Muller. Yeah, we on our way. Definitely, yeah. you are well on your way with this awesome fast exit, this awesome team, this awesome book. You got it, you got it, ladies and gentlemen. Willie C. Williams, along with Angelina Phillips. Thank you for being with us today. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be right back. Next, we have Jesse Cruz with us. Don't you go away. Need a little motivation? Timothy Clifton is with us every week on Mondays to get your week started with a little motivation. All here on The Michael Finkley Show. Hey everybody, my name is Arthur Vernon R. Matthews Jr. 
I just wrote a new book called Family Ties. And I also want to say a special shout out to one of the kids that I mentored and has got his own TV show on Roku, Michael Finkley. And this is 100th episode. So if you guys want to really hear about this book and see what's going on, check out Mike Finkley on The Finkley Show. This is Chris Waddy, and you're watching the Michael Finkley Show. You can find it on Mondays and Fridays on Roku, Roku TV, on the Greater Words Network, or anytime on YouTube. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Our next guest is a speaker. He is a storytelling story coach, a best-selling author, and also a veteran. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Jesse Cruz. Jesse, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Michael. I greatly appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. Oh, sir. No, no worries, no problems. I, I love, love, love this. And I am excited to chat with you. And so please tell me, as I was doing some research and as we were talking um, months ago when we first met, finding out that you were a storytelling coach, what is that, what is that exactly? So a storytelling coach, you know, part of my mission in life is that I believe everybody has an untold story inside of them. They've been dying to get out. They've been wanting to share and they haven't had the courage to share it or they don't have the confidence in their ability to deliver it or they don't even believe that they have a story worth sharing. And my objective is to help people realize they have a valuable story to share with the world that will not only help them develop professionally, but also personally. So I help people craft that story in a way that is appealing and connects with their audience. I love that. And so in helping others finding their story, does it also give you the strength to continue to tell yours? Yeah, not, it, it only provides me with more opportunities to continue working on my story, whether that's written down or that's spoken because I work with people who are authors and speakers. And so my objective is that I want to help them create the best possible message. And as I'm helping them, it's also helping myself understand my story a little bit better, but it's also helping people not only grow and embracing their story, it's helping them to accept what's happened and to move forward from their from their trials. Yeah, definitely. Especially in the time we live in now, we know it's very important to uh, tell these these type of stories um, because it's a form of healing. It's a form of releasing, and we need that. It's it's peace, right? And peace is something that we cannot buy. We can definitely not buy peace. Um, and you tell us a lot about your story in your brand new publication, Losing Faith, Finding Hope. What do you want your readers to get out of this new publication? What I want the readers to get from the story is that even on the worst moment of your life, the greatest loss you've ever suffered, the biggest challenge you've ever experienced, that you can still have hope. And the hope is in the healing. The hope is in the story. Although that thing that you went through was painful and it was traumatic, that if you take the time to embrace what's happened, choose to intentionally heal, you can make a difference in your life, your family's life, and everybody who hears your story. Definitely. Definitely. I love that. And, and in reading your book, uh, you talk about, uh, there was a section in your book where you talk about, God, where are you? 
And you go from that to learning about prayer. And I want to read something from your book. You said, I welcomed the prayers of others and I prayed more than ever before. I had to learn how to listen to what God was speaking into my life. When I prayed, I tried to remember prayers in two-way conversation. I need not to only talk to God, but give him my undivided attention and listen to what he wants to reveal to me. Sometimes his answers do not come as a whisper in my spirit, but from other people or circumstances that move my spirit into action. So were you praying before or did you pray more intensely during this time uh, with your family? So I prayed before, but it wasn't as consistent. It wasn't as heartfelt. It wasn't as honest. So from that experience that I learned, I wanted to start being more intentional about how I pray, taking it very serious and just understanding that God was there with me, even though I was going through a challenging time mm -hmm. that he's, he's always there. And it was for the first time I was starting to acknowledge that he was with me always. And he became more real to me during my pain. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then you finish it off as well off on page 110 in your final thought section. I love this when you said on page 111, one of the greatest blessings you can give the world is your story. Why is that? Because you're the only person in human history who has your story. And even though we all have our own unique stories, all of our stories connect in some way. Once we're brave enough to share, we've all suffered loss. We've all suffered pain. We've all suffered a setback. And what people are really searching for is to know that they're not alone, to see somebody else who's gone through a similar circumstance and made it throughout the other side. That's why your story is so powerful because you have the ability to inspire millions of people once you accept the fact that you have a great story to share. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love that. And in your deal with, with um, your daughter, Faith, what did you learn about yourself during this time? Well, I, what I one of the most important things I learned about my relationship with God is that God is not circumstantial. Mm. You know, and whether my daughter lives or whether she dies, that doesn't change the realness of God. That doesn't change his love for me. It just is part of life. Sometimes things happen. And just because something happened that didn't go my way doesn't mean that God doesn't love me still. You know, I look at it as I have children of my own. Before they were ever brought into this world, I knew they would have struggles. I knew they have challenges. I knew they'd have setbacks. Uh, but as their father, sometimes I allow them to go through some things they have to learn on their own mm -hmm. because I don't want, I can't be there for every single thing all the time. I have to let them live their own lives. I can't control them. I can't force them. I have to let them be bold enough and brave enough to grow up on their own. And when those bad things happen, I'm still going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well said. Well put. How can they purchase this awesome book? And how can they find you on social media as well? So the best way to connect with me is on Facebook and my name, Jesse Cruz, or on Instagram, Jesse Cruz Speaks. I am also on Clubhouse, Jesse Cruz Speaks on there. Um, I am on TikTok, Jesse Cruz Speaks 42. Also, for people who want to get the book, I like to send personalized copies. So for people who want to get a personalized copy, you could just uh, message me on social media. Um, you can email me at jesse at jessecruzspeaks.com. 
Uh, it's on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Just feel free to reach out because this story is something that not just only I need. I believe the whole world needs to embrace their challenges and setbacks and be brave enough to move forward in the direction of their story. I love it. I love it. And we do. Again, with the special, especially what's going on now, we definitely do in this time and in this hour. Thank you, Jesse, for being with us and telling your story. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Michael. You're very welcome. Back in a moment. Calling all trio, gear up, jag, and other college readiness organizations. Hello everybody, it's Finkley with the Finkley Experience. I am here to offer you information about our college readiness cohort series. This college readiness series includes college applications, SAT, ACT prep, scholarships, financial aid, the mental mind state, HBCU versus PWI versus technical colleges, and so much more. You know this is helpful because it's actually like making me change my college plan. Really? If you're interested, visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com or just email us at michael at thefinkleyexperience.com. We're looking forward to working with you. What's up, what's up everybody? This is Ryan Toby. You know me from Sister Act 2, Mr. Oh Happy Day, and the hit R&B group City High. I'm welcoming everybody to join and tune into the Michael Finkley Show on YouTube and also on the Greater Works Network on Roku TV. Don't forget to subscribe. On the next Michael Finkley. With her books, cosmetics line, and motivational speaking, she has been sweeping the teen nations. Essence more is with us as she talks to us about how she got started and her future plans. Thanks, Finkley. Monday. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Michael Finkley Show. I hope that you enjoy this show when adding these different books to your repertoire. Jesse, Willie, thank you so much for being on and telling your stories in your words through your experiences. Thank you so much. And I have both books. So read, 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 read. They're awesome, y'all. They are awesome. So please, they, their information is, is in the description below. Please take heed to it and purchase. Support Black businesses. I promise you. It's a great thing. On Monday's show, y'all, we're coming back. I'm so excited. It's still about season three. We're back in full force. And Monday's show, we have Miss Essence Moore. Like, you may remember her a few years ago when she burst on the scene as a designer, as an author, um, as a trendsetter. She has her own cosmetics line. And she did all of this by the time she was 14 years old. Can you believe it? 14 years old, and she's still, almost at the age of 19, still making ways of bringing our youth together and expanding their, their horizon and their mind settings. So that's on Monday's show, y'all. Don't miss it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube, our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkler Show. Ring that bell for notification. We'll see an email saying, hey, new content uploaded. Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for other data information about what we do here on The Michael Finkler Show, please visit our website at michaelfinklishow.com. And if you have a Roku TV, please, 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 please download the Greater Works Network on your Roku TV and you can listen and watch us on that network as well um, as the show come out or on demand. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.